Welcome to the Fearlessly Fulfilled podcast series with Sarah Elizabeth, where women come together to feel understood, inspired, and empowered to take action towards showing up as the very best version of themselves and living the life of their dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to episode seven in the Fearlessly Fulfilled podcast series. I am your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and what we are going to be discussing today, if taken and implemented into your daily life and mastered, has the ability to absolutely transform your world in ways that you cannot even possibly imagine. Today, we are going to be talking about the courage, having the courage to go first. Now, as with every podcast episode or any content that I put out there, there's always a lead up to to that happening and there's a thought process and there's something that happens that sparks that thinking within me and inspires me to share something with you. As As a coach and as someone who is so passionate and intrigued and interested in human beings, how we operate and the thought processes, processes and belief systems behind our actions. I'm just going about living my everyday life, but really, really open. My eyes are really wide open to what's going on around me and, and what I can learn from myself and from others in our everyday interactions. And something that happened for me recently was we celebrated my my daughter Isla's her first birthday party. She's just about to turn one. So we celebrated her birthday party. And as any birthday party goes, even more so a first birthday party, there was we had the decorations, we had all the food, we had the cake, it was set up beautifully and all of our guests arrived and there's all this food set out beautifully on the table and no one was really going for it. So me being me, <laughs> just kind of shouted out and was like, okay, there is so much food here. Go for it. Dig in. I don't want any left at the rest of the day. And everybody started eating. And it wasn't until afterwards I was reflecting on the day and it was a beautiful time. We had such a nice time celebrating with our family and friends. But I kind of sat back and I thought, isn't it funny that no one ever really likes to go first? So in this instance, I was thinking about the food, the table full of food. And it looked amazing. And and I know myself, I've been at parties and you're waiting, right? You're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to taste that, but I'll wait till someone else. No one wants to be the one to go first. And so I was really pondering on that. And I was like, hmm, if we do this as human beings, if we do this in this instance, right? Because how we do one thing is generally how we do everything. If we're showing up one way in one area of our life, It's usually a theme and we're showing up in other areas of our life in the same way. And so this, no one wanting to go first to the table full of food, I was like, I wonder where else that we do that in our lives. Or more specifically, I was like, okay, I can relate, right? No one, as I said, no one wants to be the first one to go for the table full of food, myself included at other people's events. I'm like, hmm, where else do I do that in my life? And where else may other people be doing that in their life? where they don't want to go first, where they're holding back, they're sitting back waiting for somebody else to do the thing before them or to take the lead or they're waiting for permission to go after, go and get what they want, you know, whether that's a, a sausage roll off the party table of, of the, sorry, the table of party food or whether that's the job or the relationship or the finances or the changes in regards to their health. Like where else? 
Where else do you sit back and wait for someone to go first? And so that really led me into thinking about as women, right? Because you all know, like, that's who I work with. I coach, I coach women. I, up until becoming a mother and having my daughter, like I was with women 10, 11, 12 hours a day in my salon, constantly, sometimes seeing up to 40 women a day. As women, we are taught not to take up space. Society is wired, wired that into us, you know, not to be too much, not to take up too much space, not to be too loud, not to be too ambitious. A favourite that I heard a lot growing up and it's very old-fashioned view, but it was like little girls should be seen and not heard. Maybe you were brought up with that saying too. So it's like we're taught to sit back and let somebody else do the things before us, right? Because if we sit back and we wait for someone to go before us, when we're not taking up too much space. It's been done. It's like it's okay. We're waiting to hear that it's okay. We're waiting for that permission, that unspoken permission, for that confirmation that it's okay to go after what we want. It's also wired into us that it's important as a woman, as a female, as a little girl, to be polite. Part of being polite is letting others go before us. So what I want to talk about is where is the point where we allow it to be okay for ourselves to go first? When does the time come that we recognize that we're waiting for someone else to take the lead, someone else to give us permission, someone else to go first? When does the time come where we acknowledge that? And we decide to create a new rule where we go first. We tell ourselves it's okay and we dive in. We go after what we want. When we want it, we don't apologize for it. We don't worry about being too much, too loud, taking up too much space, too ambitious, too successful, earning too much money, being too in our feminine. When does the time come? When does the change happen where we shift that belief? And we throw these old ways of being, these old belief systems, these old learnings, we throw them out the window and we create the new rules. If you ask yourself, like, what what is your thing, right? There is always something, there's a whisper that we're not listening to. There's something that we're holding ourselves back from internally, but there's something within us that we know we want. There's something more. And so often we ignore that because we don't want to go after it. We don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable. We don't want to rock the apple cart. So maybe what your thing is right away, or maybe you're not quite listening to those whispers yet. So you're not quite sure. But as I speak about this, speak through this next section, I encourage you just to really try and connect into what your thing is. I know for me, it was really, for me, when I was starting out in my coaching, right? I started my coaching certification five years ago. And I, I was so excited to jump in and study that and, and do, start it and do the study and dive straight in. I was so passionate about it. I never intended to make a business out of it, right? I was just doing it for my own personal knowledge. I thought it would help me to support and understand the women that I was seeing in my beauty business. And so that was fine. I was comfortable with that. I didn't know anybody else doing it, but I was okay. I was eager to learn. Now, as I, as I progressed and I realized how passionate I was about what I was learning and I realized how powerful it was and how many people that I could help, how many lives I could impact and positively change, 
with what I was learning was when the time came, I decided that I was going to create my coaching business, Sarah Elizabeth Coaching. And when it came time for me to do that, when it came time for me to start putting myself out there in social media and talking more about what I was doing, I was so uncomfortable because I was going first. This is going back five years when coaching wasn't as big and and uh, as heard of as it is today. It's a huge, huge industry now and there is such a demand for it. And I think that's really an amazing thing. But back when I started my business, it was like I was going first. And again, I'm someone, I get a really clear vision. I feel really passionate. I see that it can help people. I see a need and I just dive in and do it. Yes, there were moments along the way, so many moments. I had to overcome the fear of judgment, fear of failure. There are moments where I was like, what even am I, why am I bothering doing this? But then it takes that one interaction with somebody, that one positive interaction with a client, or you see the breakthroughs that people have and you're like, oh yeah, this is why I do this. So for me, having the courage to go first, the courage to dive into my coaching business is what has led me here today to be recording this you. So now rather than just reaching my clients one-on-one and having an impact in that avenue, I'm recording podcasts, I'm hosting live events, I'm guest speaking, I'm writing a book. I have all these different avenues that I am further supporting women, which is what I'm most passionate about. So for me, having the courage to go first has had the most tremendous, tremendous rewards and benefits. Have you ever heard the saying, fortune favors the bold or fortune favors the brave. So this is kind of what I'm talking about, right? Like to me, the meaning, the meaning that I give to that or that I take away from that phrase is that through being courageous, through having the courage to go first, to go after what you want, even if you are the first one, even if no one else is doing it, even if it's not socially accepted or the people in your circle don't get it, by having the courage to go after what you want, to go first, to like to take the lead, to be use your initiative and just get in and do it, it brings enormous reward into your life. And I don't just mean the tangible things, the materialistic things. I mean that sense of fulfillment, that sense of being aligned with your soul purpose, listening to your whispers and honoring yourself. Because I come across so, so many women who are not honoring themselves. And I know this is this sounds like a pretty deep thing to dive into, but when I talk about not honoring yourself, it's something as simple as saying saying yes to something that you don't want to do. Ignoring it, it's all about not honor like not honoring yourself is not listening to that inner voice, that inner knowing that we all have. Yes, some of us are a lot more connected or disconnected from it than others. The only way we connect with that voice is by tuning in and learning to listen to it, learning to honor it. And through support and doing this regularly, it can then become just our second nature. And then it can just become our default. It's what we do. We listen. I make all my decisions now, my business decisions, my relationship decisions, my finance decisions. They're not made from my head. They're all made from my heart, from that inner voice, from that deep inner knowing and that trust that we know the answer. I did an episode on this recently, how to make the perfect decision for yourself every single time. And that's all about making decisions from that place of your body and your deep inner knowing. So if that this resonates with you, this touching on this now, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because it is so, so powerful and it has completely 
change the way I do everything. So having the courage to go first, it's it's not specifically about the big things. It's not, it's not about starting a business. It doesn't have to be about starting a business. It doesn't have to be about doing these huge outstanding things. What I really hope to crack open within you through recording this episode and talking about going first is for you to implement this, if acknowledge that if you're not doing it, are you sitting back in your life waiting for other people to take the lead? Are you waiting for other people to do what you want to do first to confirm to you that it's okay and that you can follow? Are you following instead of leading? There was a long time where I had these thoughts, I had ideas and I had so much going on in my head and I never trusted myself to act on them. And I'd sit back and I'd just ignore it. I'd think, oh, that's a bit uncomfortable. I'll just keep doing the normal, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And then someone else would do it or someone else would talk about it, or someone else would bring something up that I'd been ignoring within myself. And I'd be like, huh, I've already been through that, or I've already experienced that, or I've already had the desire to do that and not flowed through. And it was like this constant feeling of always coming second. Now, looking back, I know that that was purely through me. It was through a fear of judgment, that upbringing of little girls are seen and not heard, that pressure I'd put on myself to conform, to not rock the boat, to want to fly under the radar and go unnoticed. So I never went first. So are you doing that yourself in, in your own life in some way or form? Are you knowing in, in a friendship or in your relationship that conversations need to be had? You know, maybe you do it with difficult conversations. You know that they need to be had, but you sit back and wait and wait for the other person to initiate the conversation. Do you do it in your intimate relationship when it comes to intimacy, physical intimacy? Do you sit back and wait for somebody else to go first? Do you wait for your partner to initiate initiate affection? Do you have something in mind, a change that you'd like to make in your life, maybe in regards to your health? Maybe, maybe your standards change and that there's something that you want to do differently, but it's not the norm in your friendship circle. It's not the norm in your family. And so you're ignoring that whisper. You're ignoring that inner voice, that this idea that keeps popping up, this thing that's bringing itself to your attention. You keep ignoring it because you're like, I'll just wait for somebody else to do it first. And the best, the easiest way to tell is if, if you are waiting for somebody else to go first, ask yourself. It, it might not, it might be that you don't feel it's a priority for you or you're not that interested in doing it now. Like you're like, oh yeah, I'd really like to start working out at, at this particular gym, but oh, I, just, I don't really know anyone that goes there and, oh, yeah, it's just all, it's, it's not really, I'm not really that interested. Yet if a friend turned up tomorrow and said, oh, I've just signed up at that gym, would you go? So a good way to find out is if you are waiting for somebody to go first, you can uncover that by asking yourself, if somebody else came to me and said they were doing it, would I then do it? If it is something, like if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, this is definitely something I do, I do sit back. I wait for other people to take the reins and let other people make the decisions. Like you are giving your power away. Start making those decisions and make them when you want to make them. Make them as soon as they come to your mind, as soon as they pop into your head. Do the things that you want to do regardless of who has or hasn't gone before you. Honour yourself. 
enough to listen to those whispers and go after whatever it is. Now, if you're like me and you were brought up with the, you know, little girls are seen and not heard, or you do have that fear of rocking the boat and you were brought up with the, you know, little girls are seen and not heard, or you do have that fear of rocking the boat, the fear of judgment, that fear of taking up too much space, making other people uncomfortable. This is something that I work through with my clients a lot and at my live events in regards to tuning in, trusting your inner knowing, backing yourself, releasing your limiting beliefs, releasing your fears so you can just dive straight in and get shit done. Although it seems like something quite simple, letting others go before yourself all the time or or waiting for others to go first, the consequences of this are enormous. It is a form of giving away your power, a form of not honouring yourself, and your inner knowing, it's telling yourself, I'm, I'm going to sit back here and watch somebody else go after what I want. I'm going to sit back and watch somebody else do the things that I want to do. I'm going to sit back and let someone else take the lead and lead the way for me because although I feel pulled or pulled or a deep desire to do it, I don't think I'm worthy enough. I don't think I'm brave enough. I don't think I deserve it. Therefore, I'll sit back and I'll let somebody else who deserves it more. I'll let somebody else who's braver have it or do the thing. And this is where these small things that we do in our everyday lives are so, so powerful and have such a huge effect on the way that we feel about ourselves and the stories that we're telling ourselves unconsciously. I think it's really, really important to remember also that the women that you look to, excuse me, tickling my throat, the women that you look up to, the women that already have the thing, right, the relationships, the business, the finances, the health, the women that already have that thing that you really, really deeply desire only have one thing else that you don't. There is only one thing that got them that and that is the courage to pursue it because fortune does favour the brave and the bold You are so, so worthy of whatever it is that you want in this world. The only thing that's missing is the courage for you to reach out and grab it, the courage to go first. No two dreams or visions or desire, life desires are the same. You know, if you're sitting back waiting for somebody else to go first before you step up and start pursuing your dream, your vision, your desire, the consequence of that could be that you you never step up, you never pursue it because the desire that you have, the dream, the vision that you have isn't one that somebody else has. And what if by waiting for somebody else to go first, you are costing yourself the opportunity to be a leader, to pave the way for others and to show and teach those women who are sitting in fear, fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of rocking the boat, being too much, taking up too much space, What if you sitting back waiting is costing you the opportunity to allow those women to step into their power, to follow your lead, right? Because somebody always has to go first. So why shouldn't it be you? If this has resonated with you in any way, I have a, I recorded recently an incredible meditation for manifestation. Uh, It touches on a little bit of what we've spoken about 
what I've spoken about in today's podcast. If you would like a copy of this meditation, please reach out to me. My The link to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram is in the podcast description. Just follow that, touch base with me and just ask for the, the meditation mentioned on episode six and I'll have my team send that through to you. So you can start taking the steps to pursue and follow your dreams. So you give yourself permission to go first. Next time there is a table full of party food, next time you're somewhere and something's offered to you and you feel yourself holding back, you feel yourself wanting to be polite, wanting to allow somebody else to take the lead to go first, I want you to just stop and recognize that and then be the one to go first. Make it a competition. How quick can you get in there? Because as I said, how we do one thing is how we do everything. The next time you are in that position, I encourage you to be the one to go first and then ask yourself the question, where else can I do this in my life? What other areas of my life can I go first in? If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to receive support and inspiration on your journey to becoming and embracing your best self, I invite you to connect with me on Facebook at Sarah Elizabeth Coaching. Proximity is power and I would love to have you in my circle of ambitious women who are ready to take life to the next level. Until next time, stay grounded in your power.